deaths in the UK overtake Italy. Newsbeat. The UK has overtaken Italy to record the highest number of virus deaths in Europe. The number now stands at nearly 30,000. But comparing death rates with other countries can be misleading. Here's the Foreign Secretary, Dominic Raab. I don't think we'll get a real verdict on how well countries have done until the pandemic is over, and in particularly until we've got comprehensive international data on all-cause mortality. Newsbeat. The scientist whose work led the government to bring in lockdown has resigned after breaking social distancing rules. Professor Neil Ferguson's girlfriend came to his house several times. He says it was an error of judgment. Joey Jones advises politicians on public relations. All of us who depend on people like uh, Neil Ferguson are entitled to be tearing our hair out that he was obviously breaking those rules uh, in a way that he now regrets and that has cost him his job. Ministers are being told to think about climate change when they start to try to rebuild the country. The government's climate change advisers want the financial help on offer to go to greener companies and people to be encouraged to walk or cycle to work. The pilots union Balpa says it's devastating. More than 3,000 jobs are being cut by Virgin Atlantic in the UK. British Airways and Ryan have already announced job cuts with the airline industry massively hit by the pandemic. Kate works as Virgin cabin crew and was asked to take unpaid leave. You'd actually be surprised the amount of staff who are actually happy to do that at Virgin. We're like a big family. It is a really sad time for us all and the rest of the aviation industry. The White House is going to break up its coronavirus task force, which deals with America's response to the pandemic by the end of May. Our country has to go back to being our country again. That's even though the US still has a huge number of new cases. It's just past 70,000 deaths there. But President Trump says he wants to focus on the economy. You have people that are not going to stand for this. And I understand them very well. We are going to put out little embers and little fires and maybe some big fires. But we still have to go back to work. There are more claims 18 to 24-year-olds could be the hardest hit in future by the economic effects of the pandemic. A leading research group says their job prospects could be scarred for years without major government support. Zoos across the UK say they've lost more than 90% of their income during lockdown, with some thinking about closing. They're struggling to pay staff and buy animal food. David is from Knowlesley Safari Park on Merseyside. It's incredibly quiet. There's no one here uh, as normally would be very busy. It's one of the busiest times of the year for us. New, new things happening all the time with the animals, but unfortunately, no one can see it. And Disney says it's lost out on over a billion pounds because of the pandemic. It's had to close parks and cancel film releases and says profits are practically wiped out for the first three months of the year. This is Newsbeat at 6.33. BBC.
think that you need some noise Wait, holla Take your body over to the dance floor Tequila, la, la, la. Radio 1 before that Lady Gaga and Stupid Love. It's 6.39. So we're about to play Whose Rhyme Is It Anyway? Absolutely went off yesterday. Thousands of people texting in with the right answer. But it's a race this, you see. So we'd love you to get involved. If you've got fast fingers, this one's for you. If you're good at lyrics, this is for you. So we're about to give you some lyrics. We'd love you to guess the artist and the title of the song. Yesterday's answer was The Streets and Fit, but you know it. Absolutely went off. We're about to play some new music from The Streets, actually. Um, so we'll play some new music from The Streets, then we'll play Whose Rhyme Is It Anyway. So please get a text ready, though, with your name on 81199. Put your name on the text and we shall play shortly. But before that... This is taken from the forthcoming mixtape. None of us are getting out of this life alive. Good, nice. It's going to be out in July. This is new from the streets and tame in parlour. Call my phone. Thinking I'm doing nothing. All they did. Bunch of better things. They love all of the guessing. Someone just met your ex thinking they met someone special. I was going to call. is ringing, the phone is ringing, can't use it till it stops. I'm only listen, the tone emits. The only man in black, high-vis jackets in the cap. 
Brexit breakfast, stay glow stars, I am backing and dashing. Whoever's with my ex needs to do better. She still texts to me at two till ten. Weird liquor tastes weirdly better when your life is tough. Call and call my phone thinking I'm doing nothing better I'm just waiting for it to stop so I can use it again Love isn't a riddle, love isn't made to be hard You know I'd give you my kidney, just don't ever take my charger So dance like no one is awkward, to music listen to lit You'd worry less about what they thought if you knew how little they did You call and call my phone thinking I'm doing nothing better I'm just waiting for it to stop so I can use it again I was gonna call you back I swear Just as soon as I felt up to it It just hasn't happened yet And I'm still gonna My phone thinking I'm doing nothing better I'm just waiting for it to stop so I can use it again You call and call my phone thinking I'm doing nothing better I'm just waiting for it to stop so I can use it again One. I've done that to be honest When he says um, I'm just waiting for you to stop calling so I can use my phone again I'll be there like playing Candy Crush and someone will call I'll be like Okay they've gone, carry on I'm sure he's doing something better than playing Candy Crush though. <laughs> the streets tame in parlour and call my phone, thinking I'm doing nothing better. Right, get your phone anyway. We'd love you to play Whose Rhyme Is It Anyway. And everybody welcome. Hello to Marcus the Cornish Pixie who says, Adele, I'm totally awful at this. In the last few weeks, I've not got a single one. Same, I'm terrible as well. So he's managed to get Shaggy and Katy Perry, but couldn't remember the song titles. That'll do. You can have half a point for them. Okay, right. Are you ready for this morning's round? You're about to get some lyrics, the artist and title of the song, please, and text the answer to 81199. It's a race, though. We're going to see who's fastest right across the UK. Put your name on your text. Right, 81199. Whose rhyme is it anyway? With tears coming down, she deserves a crown. But where is it now? Mama, listen. Mama, listen? What? Anybody know that one? Someone will, and I'm fascinated to see who's fastest. Eight double one double nine. Go go go! Oh, they're coming in thick and fast. Thank you. When you first left me, I was wanting more, but you were fucking that girl next door. What'd you do that for? What'd you do that for? When you first left me, I didn't know what to say. I never been on my own that way. Just sat by myself all day. Yeah. 
Smile on Radio 1. It's a tough round of Whose Rhyme Is It Anyway this morning. You definitely know the song, though. I know you know it. It's just a tough bit of lyrics. I've just cheated and seen what it is, and I'm like, I don't know that bit of the song, but I know this other bit. Uh, hello to Lauren, the nurse from Oxford. It's not Despacito by Justin Bieber. Roy from Kent has gone for Girlfriend by NSYNC and Nelly. No. Uh, Lewis, it's not Clean Bandit. And thank you to Matt who says it's Kanye West. Hey, Mama. No. Right. Okay, here we go again. So we're going to give you some lyrics. The artist and title of the song, please. With tears coming down, she deserves a crown. But where is it now? Mama, listen. <laughs> I feel like it's too hard produced lyrics. Should I give them a couple more lyrics? I'm not allowed. I can play it, play it one more time. Eight double one double nine. Put your name on the text. With tears coming down, she deserves a crown. But where is it now? Mama, listen. Answer on the way. Radio One Anthems. We've got the biggest tracks in the mix. Nice anthems. Keeping the party going. going. Oh, yeah. Hours of back-to-back mixes. I want to raise your spirits. Search anthems in the BBC Sounds app. BBC Radio. I don't wanna fall asleep, I don't wanna walk away I've been thinking of our future cause I'll never see those days I don't know why this has happened but I probably deserve it I tried to do my best but you know that I'm not perfect I've been praying for forgiveness, you've been praying for my health When I leave this place hoping you'll find someone else Cause yeah we still young, there's so much we haven't done Getting married, start a family, watch your husband with his son I wish it could be me but it will be someone instead I hope I go to heaven so I see you once again My life was kinda slow but I got so many blessings Happy you were mine, it sucks that it's all ending For too long, don't go to bed I'll make a cup of coffee for your head I'm happy that you're here with me, I'm sorry if I tear up When me and you were younger, you would always make me cheer up Taking goofy videos and walking through the park You would jump into my arms every time you heard a bark Cuddle in your sheets, sang me sound asleep And sneak out through your kitchen at exactly 103 Sundays went to church, and Mondays watched a movie Soon you'll be alone, sorry that you have to lose me on BBC Radio 1. Whose rhyme is it anyway? It's so tough this morning. But believe it or not, the fastest fingers in all the land belong to Leah of Bourne. Good morning, Leah. <laughs> Good morning. Hi. And I would like to say thank you to you because you are part of our wonderful NHS. <laughs> thank you so thank much you. for being brilliant. And you're thank on your, your way there now? 
Yeah, just on my way now. Just pulled over in a lay-by. Okay, well, you're, you're a very important person, so I will let you pop up in a second. <laughs> uh, but please tell me that, uh, you know, you're managing to keep safe and you and your colleagues are okay. Yes, yeah, we're doing great. We had... Um, we had a little morale boost yesterday. We had some Krispy Kreme donuts delivered. Ah, uh, yes. So that was really nice. But yeah, we're all we're all trying to stay positive and just get through it like everyone else. Okay, well, on behalf of everyone here at Radio 1, we just thank you for everything that you're doing at the moment, keeping us all going. Thank you. Cheers. Okay, all right. So, also, you've been a brilliant presenter. When you're ready, <laughs> could you reveal the answer to whose rhyme is it anyway? Um, I think it is... Senorita by Justin Timberlake. With tears coming down, she deserves a crown. But you deserve a now? crown. Mama, listen. With tears coming down, she deserves a crown. But where is it now? Mama, listen. Okay, Leah, any shouts that you'd like to do? Oh, amazing, thank you. Um, I'd just like to shout out my fiancé, Ricky, who's at home. Um, he's home working, he's a key worker. Just all my family and friends who can't hug at home that are all doing staying safe. And some real key workers who are on the front line, the delivery drivers, the bin men, the nurses, the doctors, all the people ticking it round. Thank you, Leah. And Justin Timberlake's been really annoying and trying to sing, so we'll put him on. But no, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good Thanks day. So
to try something right now. See, they don't do this anymore. I'm gonna sing something, and I want the guys to sing with me. They go, it feels like something's heating up. Can I leave with you? And then the ladies go, I don't know what I'm thinking about. Really leaving with you. Guys, sing. It feels like something's heating up. Can I leave with you? And ladies, I don't know what I'm thinking about. Feels good, don't it? Come on. It feels like something's heating up. Come on. Can I leave with yeah. you? Yeah. Lady. I don't know what I'm sure thinking about. good to me. Sing it one more God. time.
Radio 1. Greg James on the way. And the time now is 7 o'clock. Time for Radio 1 Newsbeat with Cat Collins. The UK's coronavirus death rate overtakes Italy. Newsbeat. With around 30,000 coronavirus deaths recorded here, the UK now has the highest death rate in Europe. Some experts say it's too early to make comparisons, though, with things like the way deaths are reported and the age of populations needing to be considered. Jenny McLean is the UK's Deputy Chief Scientific Advisor. Clearly, it'll be important to do what we can to make international comparisons. Everybody knows that making international comparisons in such statistics can be difficult, and it may be that that will take some time to sort out, and this isn't over yet. Newsbeat. Another one of the government's top scientific advisers has resigned for breaking the lockdown rules he helped create. Professor Neil Ferguson says letting his girlfriend come to his house was an error of judgment. Joey Jones advises politicians on public relations. This particular story would have been much worse if it had been a couple of weeks ago when there was real uncertainty or unease about what people should be doing in their daily lives. Meanwhile, ministers are being told to think about climate change when they start trying to rebuild the country. The government's climate change advisers want the financial help on offer to go to greener companies and people to be encouraged to walk or cycle to work. The pilots' union, Balpa, says it's devastating. More than 3,000 jobs are being cut by Virgin Atlantic in the UK. British Airways and Ryanair have already announced job cuts, with the airline industry massively hit by the pandemic. Kate works as Virgin Cabin crew and was asked to take unpaid leave. You'd actually be surprised the amount of staff who were actually happy to do that at Virgin. We're like a big family. It is a really sad time for us all and the rest of the aviation industry. There are more claims 18 to 24-year-olds could be hardest hit in future by the economic effects of the pandemic. A leading research group says their job prospects could be scarred for years without major government support. The Culture Secretary is looking at plans to hold sports behind closed doors once we get into the next stage of lockdown. Speaking at Downing Street's daily briefing, Foreign Secretary Dominic Robb said the government has had constructive meetings with sports bodies. We can only do it when the medical, the scientific uh, advice is that it can be done safely and sustainably. But certainly that's something under uh, active consideration. Zoos across the UK say they've lost over 90% of their income during coronavirus lockdown and some are even considering closing. They're struggling to keep paying staff as well as buying food for the animals. David is a zookeeper in Merseyside. We're just trying our best to prepare for as soon as we can open to welcome some visitors back. We're looking forward to when we can reopen safely and to welcome guests back so they can catch up on life on safari they've been missing out on. And Corona Coronation Street's producer says they thought really hard about whether to bring coronavirus into their storylines. The pandemic is going to be scripted in when filming starts back again but Ian McLeod says it won't dominate the show. This is Newsbeat at 7.03 Thank you very much Kat and welcome to The Breakfast Show. But they call it Coronation Street. No. Um, Did you see the big weekend uh, press release that came out yesterday, Cat Collins? I did, yes. Um, I was, so I was told to do a little quote for it because they always like to say, and, you know, this person who's performing said this, and Radio On Breakfast presenter Greg James said, um, I usually, when they ask me to do a quote for something, I usually put in something stupid 
that they then take out and I rely on them to take out. So I basically I'm trying to make the person who's emailed me laugh when I've got a quote. So I say something very serious and I'm very excited about the big weekend. Yesterday, and maybe it's because of coronavirus and people aren't concentrating or they don't care anymore, but they left the bit in. Radio 1 Breakfast with Greg James. And then it got put on the actual official press release and then put on the BBC News website and everything to go alongside the announcement that we're doing the big weekend but online in a couple of weekends' time. So, Cat Collins, please, in News Voice, please read out the quote that they used in the article. OK, so it started by saying, this is going to be a great opportunity to relive some of our favourite performances from over the years. And then it finished by saying, if it all goes wrong, we can just blame the pandemic and say that at least we tried. <laughs> Isn't that been? That was supposed to be a joke at the end. Yeah, as a, as a serious journalist, yeah, we would normally definitely take that bit out. <laughs> and if it all goes wrong, blame the pandemic and say that at least we tried. <laughs> it's on the BBC News. I saw it on the BBC News app. I was like, why did they not take that out? For God's sake. Anyway, Kat, thank you. And welcome to The Breakfast Show. Thank you, Adele Roberts. It is Wednesday morning, the 6th of May. Loads of stuff happening today. Better Days quiz at 7.15. We've got to talk about Inside the Factory. 8.15 today. Ashling B will be back on to give us her review. We did a very successful lockdown watch-along of Inside the Factory last night on Twitter. We'll go through all that at 8.15 this morning.
Shout out on this very sunny morning, Gregory. Yes, of course I will. Hello to you, Andy C. Hope you're good. We've got Danny in Oxford who says, oh, yes, I watched it last night inside the factory. The watch along I've not laughed that much in ages. Mind blown about what nuts are or what nuts aren't. I'm stunned that Granola's from Glastonbury. Oh, my God. Whoa. 
lot to talk about later. Anonymous texter here says, you know you've been stuck inside for too long when you're excited to hear Ashling B's review of Inside the Factory, despite never watching the bloody show. I can't help but think I'm missing out, says this person. You really are. But don't worry, we'll get you up to speed. Connor's in Western Supermare. Or actually, says Western Super Mud. He says, Gregory, I was asleep last night during Inside the Factory. However, I watched it while having breakfast at four o'clock this morning. I am up to speed and I'm ready to go. Well, welcome to Wednesday's breakfast show, 12 minutes past seven. Cardi B and J Balvin and Bad Bunny with I Like It. We had Super Lonely, Benny and Gus Dapperton to start off with. And let's have Biffy and then we'll have Better Days Quiz. Dear God, adjust my dreams for me. All I learned is instant history. Absolute treat for you on today's Better Days quiz. It's from 
what feels like ancient history in Radio 1 folklore. I've chosen the day today, the, the year that the big weekend nearly didn't happen. I mean, not like this. This year is not going to happen for obvious reasons. Well, it is. We're going to do an online version in a couple of weekends' time. Details on that later. But normally we go somewhere and take over the town or the city and we put on a huge music festival. And this was the year that we were supposed to be going to Derry, Londonderry. All the flights were delayed by technical problems at Heathrow Airport. It was a simpler time. And half, more than half the staff and all the artists couldn't get there. I'd managed to go there the day before, I think. I was doing my show there. Maybe I was doing my show there for the week before, I think. So I was already there. So it was like me, Danny Howard and Calvin Harris. And that was, that was basically it. So the rest of the DJs were all stuck at the airport. And here is Scott Mills on the day before the big weekend talking to Matt Edmondson, who was in hour six of a delay waiting to fly. So uh, there has been a little bit of a delay with uh, DJs and artists getting to Radio 1's big weekend. Yeah, and everyone is here. Say hello, everyone. So we've got Hugh and Simon Alice is here, Dan and Phil Gemma. Jamila Jamil was here, but I think she's trying to find a seat. I saw her squatting on the floor a minute ago. She does that. There are, there are pop stars around as well. Like Luna George is sat about six chairs away from me. What, a Luna and George? Both of them. <laughs> no, just a Luna. Oh. Our job really has been shielding Dan and Phil from people who are going to recognise them. We're like a human shield of DJs around them. Really? Oh, they're dribbling asleep. <laughs> On a um, on a bench. Oh, earlier. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. Rita Ora looks like the kind of person that would have one of those neck pillows on the flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a roll call from the past! Jamila Jamil when she was a radio presenter, and Aluna George, and Dan and Phil as well. Courtney, good morning. Good morning, Greg. Hello, and welcome to Better Days Quiz. This, I mean, we're supposed to be celebrating Better Days. This was a very stressful day for a lot of people. Because <laughs> at one yeah. point, it was just going to be me and Danny Howard doing every single show and just Calvin Harris performing. That was kind of it. Um, but sure eventually, it would have been, been tiring, for sure. <laughs> um, this is the moment where eventually everyone got there, and I was asked to open the gates and I was doing a countdown so here's 2013 me have you all got it in you okay for a 10 second countdown go <laughs> 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 Good. Courtney, welcome to The Breakfast Show. Hello. Thank you. Are you okay? I am well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, it's been a fun week this week on the quiz. Yeah. We've had Heather, we've had Ella yesterday with nine yeah. points. And yeah. tell me about you, Courtney. So what what do you do? Uh, you're sort of a veterinary nurse, aren't you? I am indeed, yeah. So, yeah, every day it, going in. How's it been for you so far? Yeah, no, good. Busy, but really fun, actually. Really enjoying it. And how long have you been a veterinary nurse for? So I actually only qualified in October last year. Okay. Um, but I've been in practice for nearly three years now. Nice. And you're enjoying it? Oh, yeah, I'm loving it. Kind of a magical job, really, I guess. But, um, yeah, most, most of the time. But quite stressful, I bet, also. Um, yes. So uh, things about you, you love Bottomless Brunch and you're a Love Island fan. <laughs> 
yes, definitely. Okay, so you must be really missing bottomless brunch. Are you having a sort of at-home replacement at the moment? Yes, <laughs> me and my mum did one um, on Easter weekend, which was which was quite exciting. Yeah, really good. And I think I'm going to have to do my own Love Island in the garden as well this year. What does that mean? What, what, what do you, well, how are you going to do that? Do you want to watch the last last so, last year or something? No, I just dress up and go in the garden and just play the Love Island theme tune, you know, just pretend I'm there. You're, pa- you're painting quite a bleak picture of the summer. That's, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to dress up and sit in the garden and that's yeah. basically going to be Love Island. I say, I mean, that is essentially the show. So, yeah, exactly. 2013 was the year. The day is the 25th of May, so basically seven years ago. I don't expect yeah. you to remember much about this, so lots of guesses will be needed, I imagine. Um, mm. Courtney, are you ready for Better Days Quiz? I am indeed. Let's do it. One. Do we have any dingers? Good. All right, your time starts now. Iggy Azalea performed at which Radio 1 music festival on the 25th of May 2013? Uh, Radio 1's Big Weekend. Yes, Bayern Munich beat Borussia Dortmund in the UEFA Champions League final at which London stadium? Wembley. Correct. Which Kardashian was uh, uh, photographed while pregnant with her first child, North? Kim Kardashian. It was. Nicole Scherzinger was seen in Monaco supporting her Formula One driver boyfriend at the time. What was his name? Lewis Hamilton. Yes. Which Radio One presenter performed at the big weekend as part of the Saturdays? Monique. Yes. Um, celebrities were spotted at which French film festival? Which what, sorry? French film festival. Oh, I don't know. Um, um, Selena Gomez. No, it's Cannes. Uh, <laughs> Sam and Billy Fairs were pictured on a night out in Marbella. Which reality show are they known for? Uh, the Only Way of Yes. Which Manchester team beat Chelsea 5-3 while playing soccer in America? Uh, Man City. It was. Which domino singer clashed with Will I Am in the final battle stage of The Voice? Oh, um... No, 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 Yes. The world's highest swing ride opened in Texas, but which country is Texas in? America. Yes. Which Anchorman star took time off between filming to play with dolphins? Oh, um... He plays Ron Burgundy. Oh, Will Ferrell. Yes. Molly Mae Haig would have celebrated her 14th birthday. Which reality show did she go on to win? Love Island. Yes. You got the Love Island question. Of course you did. Oh my god, that is slightly depressing, isn't it? Because <laughs> she was 14. I mean, I was only 16. So. I know, it feels such a long time ago, 2013, it's mad. And, um, and who'd have known that, that that 14-year-old would have gone on to win Love Island one day. 11 points were scored this morning. Yes. I'm so excited. Good work, that. Really good. Buzzing. That you good. should you should be buzzing because you have wiped the floor with your pals Ella and Heather. Really good so to say, excited. Courtney. I'm quite competitive as well, so I'm very excited to go to work today now. I'm getting that. I, I really <laughs> am getting that. Um, well, good. Go and treat more animals than the rest of your friends as well because that's if you are really competitive, you'll save more animals today. And, um, I will indeed. Courtney, thank you for being on today and good luck thank with you your so much. good luck with your Love Island summer as well. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, speak to you soon. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. One. One. More quiz tomorrow. I'll bring you
If she was a real fan of Love Island, she'd have pulled you up on the fact that Molly May did not win Love Island. She came second. Amber and Greg won that year. Sorry, I wasn't. I didn't say I was the expert on Love Island. And also, uh, Will, no, Jack on his way to work in Kent says, are we going to overlook the noises you made just then, Greg? There weren't noises. It was a Jessie J impression. That's her famous... BBC Sounds. Hey, it's Ali Plum. On Screen Time, my podcast, we dig deep with actors and directors. There are film facts galore and the very best of what you should be watching right now. So sit back, get the app and catch the latest episode. Radio 1 Screen Time. Check it out on BBC Sounds.
is my desire. Break down the walls to connect, inspire. Hey, open up your high place, liars. Time is ticking for the empire. The truth they feed is feeble, as so many times before. The greed of all the people. They stumble and crumble and we are about to rise. They woke up, they woke up, the liars. Chains to the rhythm on the breakfast show, 7.30. That first half hour has whizzed by, isn't it? Let's get some news. Here's Cat Collins. The UK's coronavirus deaths overtake Italy's. Newsbeat. The UK has overtaken Italy to record the highest number of COVID-19 deaths in Europe. The number now stands at nearly 30,000. But comparing death rates with other countries can be misleading. Here's the Foreign Secretary, Dominic Raab. I don't think we'll get a real verdict on how well countries have done until the pandemic is over, and in particular until we've got comprehensive international data on all-cause mortality. Newsbeat. The scientist whose work led to the government bringing in lockdown has resigned after breaking lockdown rules rules. Professor Neil Ferguson's girlfriend came to his house several times. He says it was an error of judgment. Joey Jones advises politicians on public relations. All of us who depend on people like uh, Neil Ferguson are entitled to be tearing our hair out that he was obviously breaking those rules uh, in a way that he now regrets and that has cost him his job. Ministers are being told to think about climate change when they start trying to rebuild the country. The government's climate advisers want the financial help available to go to greener companies and people to be encouraged to walk or cycle to work. Plans by Virgin Atlantic to cut 3,000 jobs in the UK have been described as devastating by the pilots' union Balpa. British Airways and Ryanair have already announced job cuts. Kate works as Virgin cabin crew and is already on furlough. Really, really sad day for us all. I knew that things were going to get bad because the company, a couple of weeks before my last flight, had asked us to take um, unpaid leave if we were able to. The White House says it's going to break up its coronavirus task force by the end of May. It's the group that deals with America's response to the pandemic. Our country has to go back to being our country again. That's even though the US still has a huge number of new cases and it's just past 70,000 deaths there. But President Trump says he wants to focus on the economy. You have people that are not going to stand for this and I understand them very well. We are going to put out little embers and little fires and maybe some big fires, but we still have to go back back to work. There are more claims 18 to 24 year olds could be hardest hit in future by the economic effects of the pandemic. A leading research group says their job prospects could be scarred for years without major government support. Zoos across the UK say they've lost more than 90% of their income during lockdown with some now thinking about closing. They're struggling to pay staff and buy animal food. David is from Knowlesley Safari Park on Merseyside. It's incredibly quiet. There's no one here as normally would be very busy it's one of the busiest times of the year for us new new things happening all the time with the animals but unfortunately no one can see it and disney says it's lost out on over a billion pounds because of the pandemic it's had to close parks and cancel film releases and says profits are practically wiped out for the first three months of the year this is newsbeat at 7 33 
Thank you, Kat. Welcome to Wednesday's Breakfast Show. This is Greg James. And I will get you up to date with all the latest things in the next half an hour. Plus, we need to talk about Potter. J.K. Rowling's tweeting about a good thing. And we'll go through it all next after a couple of songs. One. Radio One Breakfast with Greg James. Coming up. Music-wise... How about Lau's new one? Hold me while you wait. I wish that I was good enough. Lewis Capaldi, hold me while you wait on the way. And now 220 Kid and Gracie, this is Don't Need Love.
This is Radio 1 Breakfast with Greg James. I'm waiting up, saving all my precious time. Losing light, I'm missing my same old us. Before we learned our truth too late Resigned so fade, faded away So tell me, can you turn around? I need someone to tell me down Or tell me, can you turn around? But either way, hold me while you wait On the breakfast show Wednesday morning, this is Greg James. Hello, live till 11 o'clock this morning. The extended breakfast show. Clara Anfo taking over at 11. Dua Lipa on the way, also Lauv. And we'll have Martin Solvig. And I'll get you up to date with all the latest things as well. Of course I will, of course I will. But let's switch it up. Last week, JK Rowling tweeted the following... Parents, teachers and carers working to keep children amused and interested while we're on lockdown might need a bit of magic, so I'm delighted to launch Harry Potter at Home. (gasps) It's goodness. A load of famous people are reading the first book, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, of course, chapter by chapter. And they started off big. They started with Harry Potter himself... Daniel Radcliffe. Hi, I'm Daniel Radcliffe, and this is chapter one of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, depending on where you are in the world. Chapter one The Boy Who Lived. 
Daniel Radcliffe is definitely one of those really famous people that feels the need to introduce himself. I had an interview with him um, a little while ago. In fact, it was Desert Island Discs on Radio 4, where he said, I always offer my hand first to shake hands so that people don't think I'm awful. <laughs> he overcompensates because people just imagine he'll be awful, but he's a lovely man. Hello, Daniel Radcliffe here. We know! Literally one of the most famous faces of all time. Anyway, so Daniel Radcliffe's doing it. But there are other big actors doing the other chapters. Can you recognise them? Hello, everyone. I'm at home. At home. I'm in my sitting room. In a sort of book room. I am in my little cosy corner where we like to do reading. And I'm sitting here warm and cosy in front of the fire. Okay, so brilliant lineup. Eddie Redmayne, Dakota Fanning, Stephen Fry, all proper actors. And there's one voice in there which. Did you recognise? I'm sitting here warm and cosy in front of the fire. This is brilliant. That's David Beckham. David Beckham is going to be reading a chapter of Potter. David Beckham in a Gryffindor scarf. I'd have said Hufflepuff for Beckham. Interesting. Very excited for his chapter. And you might think that that's not a great booking because he's not, you know, he's not an actor, doesn't do the usual sort of. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four, Privet Drive, were proud to say that they are perfectly normal. What, maybe this is exactly what we need to get more people into books and into reading and get kids properly reading and into stories. You need people like David Beckham to really mix it up a bit. Because he's not a, a trained dramatic actor, darling. It's David Beckham. So you're going to get... Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four, Privet Drive, are proud to say... I mean, that's not a great David Beckham impression, but you get the idea. They were the last people you'd expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious because they just didn't hold with such nonsense. Mr. Dursley was the director of a firm called Grunnings, which made drills. Like, it's actually... This is an amazing idea. I'm genuinely excited and I can't wait to hear it.
Radio Lipa. Break 7.47 on the breakfast show. <laughs> it was a great impression, says Callum in Ancaster. If you, if you were trying to do a, an impression of a 13-year-old Noel Fielding. <laughs> I was, yeah, thanks very much. It was less David Beckham, more that. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Anne-Marie in York thought it was actually David Beckham. Or maybe Anne-Marie is mocking me. I think she is mocking me. I'm used to it. Shane from Oxford says, Yes, Bex, I'm all over this. Harry Potter at home. Yes, please. And someone else saying, Have you got the book in front of you? Or do you know it off by heart? (laughs) (laughs) I I got a little excerpt. Sorry to ruin the magic for you. Coming up after eight. On Radio 1 Breakfast with Greg James. Comedian Ashling B reviews last night inside the factory. Fabulous. Feel 
Valve and Modern Loneliness on The Breakfast Show. It's 7.52 and this is Greg James. Let's get you up to date with all the latest things. And it was Adele's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Adele. Definitely not listening, but happy birthday, Adele. She just posted on Instagram a photo of her looking incredible, but sort of in a big hoop and with a laptop on a on a little sort of column type thing in her garden. There's there's something happening in there. There's something happening. There's de- definitely there's got to be some music soon from Adele. But anyway, she's put a nice message out saying thank you to all the first responders, all the essential workers who are keeping us safe while risking their lives. You are truly our angels. 2020, okay, bye, thanks, kiss. And then as soon as Adele does anything, the whole the internet basically melts. So she's got trending number one worldwide on in, on Twitter and stuff. So, well, just watch this space. There's got to be something happening soon with Adele and some music, hopefully. What else is going on? Little Mix might have reached peak boredom in lockdown. Jade has been playing with the Instagram filter that adds your face to Shakira's whenever, wherever music video and is great. Uh, this is this is basically all of us, isn't it, in lockdown? Jesse was watching the Inbetweeners and asked the important question: If you could have anything delivered to your house right now, what would it be? I would have right now, if I could have anything, I would have some sort of cookie dough brownie dessert ice cream. Really, really going into detail about this. Chocolate in the fridge or chocolate room temperature? No, chocolate room temperature. <laughs> I hate people that put chocolate in the fridge. No, you, no the taste goes from it when you put it in the fridge. There's another three minutes of that. Comedian Lloyd Griffith, who we like very much, was walking through London yesterday, just having his daily government-sanctioned exercise, and noticed something that really interested me. Just walking past um, Buckingham Palace, and um, Wi-Fi popped up saying, do you want to join guest for the, for, for the Buckingham Palace? It's a true story. Come on. You could be, you could be on the same Wi-Fi as the Queen. The, I've, I've never thought of it before, but do you think the Queen has ever ever put in the Wi-Fi password in Buckingham Palace herself. Do you think she must have people to do that? Excuse me, um, what, uh, what's the, what's the Wi-Fi password? Uh, it's, uh, it's Elizabeth underscore two, but the, uh, the I's are exclamation marks and the Z's are five. Sorry, the E, L. Exclamation mark. Sorry, could you uh, underscore? Is that, a, is that a dash? No, under underscore is different to a dash. It's so. Uh, Radio One Breakfast with Greg James. And you're up to date with all those things.
You've just accused the Queen of being illiterate, says Mark. Not Mark? No, I didn't. I, I, that's what sort of did. I said that she just didn't understand Wi-Fi passwords and, you know. Let's not get bogged down in that. She's... Uh, okay. Oh, there was one other thing which I was going to mention, which was David Beckham related. Am I obsessed with... Sorry, am I obsessed with David Beckham? David Beckham and his son Romeo have been playing... Football table tennis. I didn't know that was a game either. Basically, keepy-uppy, but on a table tennis table. Things started quite badly for David as Romeo jumped onto the table and smashed the ball to win a point. That's uh, That's not allowed. Surely. (laughs) What was your celebration? So then David gets annoyed that Romeo's still on the table to win, then presents a dilemma. Do you do the honourable thing as a parent and let your child win? Or as one of the greatest footballers of all time, do you head the ball to win the match? That's how you do it. 45. Woo! Not an old man yet. Still got it. (laughs) Still got it. And he popped off to the drawing room to read a nice chapter of Harry Potter. Approaching 8 o'clock on Wednesday mornings, Radio 1 Breakfast. And in the next 15 minutes, we're going to get Ashling B on the show and we're going to properly go through last night's Inside the Factory. First, let's get some news. Here's Cat Collins. The UK's coronavirus death rate overtakes Italy's. News beat. With around 30,000 deaths recorded here, the UK now has the highest COVID-19 death rate in Europe. Some experts say it's too early to make comparisons, though, with things like the way deaths are recorded and the size and age age of populations needing to be considered. Jenny McLean is the UK's Deputy Chief Scientific Advisor. Clearly, it'll be important to do what we can to make international comparisons. Everybody knows that making international comparisons in such statistics can be difficult, and it may be that that will take some time to sort out and this isn't over yet. Newsbeat. One of the government's other top scientific advisers has resigned for breaking the lockdown rules he helped create. Professor Neil Ferguson says letting his girlfriend come to his house was an error of judgment. Joey Jones advises politicians on public relations. This particular story would have been much worse if it had been a couple of weeks ago when there was real uncertainty or unease about what people should be doing in their daily lives. 
Meanwhile, ministers are being told to think about climate change when they start trying to rebuild the country. The government's climate advisers want the financial help on offer to go to greener companies and people to be encouraged to work from home to avoid pollution from transports. The pilots' union, Balpa, says it's devastating. More than 3,000 jobs are being cut by Virgin Atlantic in the UK. British Airways and Ryanair have already announced job cuts as well, with the airline industry massively hit by the pandemic. Kate works as Virgin cabin crew and was asked to take unpaid leave at first. You'd actually be surprised the amount of staff who were actually happy to do that at Virgin. We're like a big family. It is a really sad time for us all and the rest of the aviation industry. There are more claims 18 to 24-year-olds could be hardest hit in future by the economic effects of the pandemic. Leading research group says their job prospects could be scarred for years without major government support. Plans to hold sports behind closed doors once we get into the next stage of lockdown are being looked at by the government. Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab says they've had constructive meetings with sports bodies. We can only do it when the medical and scientific uh, advice is that it can be done safely and sustainably. But certainly that's something under uh, active consideration. Zoos across the UK say they've lost more than 90% of their income during lockdown, with some thinking about closing. They're struggling to keep paying their staff as well as buying food for the animals. The producer of Coronation Street says they thought really hard about whether to bring coronavirus into their storylines. The pandemic is going to be scripted in when filming starts back up again, but Ian McLeod says it won't dominate the show. And a rugby club in Mid Wales has become home to a load of sheep during lockdown. Brecon chairman Paul Amflett, who's also a shepherd, moved them onto the pitch to keep it in shape while their groundsman is self-isolating. Our groundsman is 73 years of age, so we decided instead of paying somebody else, and you know, which is a costly business running sort of tractors and mowers all through the summer, so we decided to put a, a, a number of them down there to keep the grass down for us. This is Newsbeat, it's 8.03. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, good morning. Funny how things happen. You mentioned something that just pops up in a conversation that you're going to do a watch-along for Inside the Factory, and then a few days later, you're watching it, and this happens on the telly. And the fun carries on with Greg James and Ashling B. They're obsessed with Inside the Factory. See what they say tomorrow morning from 8 on Radio 1 via BBC Sounds. What a shout-out on the telly. We're going to speak to Ashling next and get her review of last night's show. One, Radio 1 Breakfast. With Greg James. Coming up. Music-wise, Becky Helen Shift Key, Better Off Without You, on the way. One Direction, best song ever, and now Drake. Black leather glove, no sequence. Buckles on the jacket, it's elite. Nike crossbody, got a in Got a dance, but it's really on some street. I'ma show you how to get it. It go right foot up, left foot slide. Left foot up, right foot slide. Basically, I'm saying either way, we bout to slide. Hey, can't let this one slide. Hey. Don't you want to dance with me? No, I could dance like Michael Jackson I could get you the passion It's a thriller in a trap Where we from? Baby, don't you wanna dance with me? No, I could dance like Michael Jackson I could get you satisfaction And you know we out here every day with it I'ma show you how to get it It go right foot up, left foot slide Left foot up 
right for a slide Basically I'm saying either way we bout to slide Can't let this one slide 2,000 shorties wanna tie the knot, yeah 200 on my brother's block, oh, yeah Pedal off a rose like I love a knot, maybe not I don't know what's wrong with me, I can't stop, oh, yeah Won't stop, oh, yeah, never stop Got so many ops, I be mistaken, ops for other ops Got so many people that I love out of trouble spots Other than the family, I got it's either you or me That's just how I think it's either you or me This life got too deep for you, baby Two or three of us about to creep where they stayin' Black leather glove, no sequins Buckles on the jacket, it's elite Nike crossbody, got a in it Gotta dance, but it's really on some street I'ma show you how to get it It go right foot up, left foot slide Left foot up, right foot slide Basically, I'm saying either way we bout to slide hey, Can't let this one slide hey. Toosie slide, then I hit it double time, then I hit a spin, cause we spun that block a couple times. If it's not the right time, it'll always be another time. I'm not even tripping, we'll just see him in the summertime, whoa, yeah. Can't describe the pressure I be putting on myself, yeah. Really, I just can't afford to lose nobody else, yeah. If they move and shake it, we'll just do the self, well. If I move and shake it, Chelsea do the himself, yeah. Solo, don't they YOLO for real. Heard a lot about you, but we don't know for real. Next time, guarantee the truth will get revealed. Black leather glove, no sequins. Yeah, buckles on the jacket, it's elite. Nike crossbody, got a in Got a dance, but it's really on some street. I'ma show you how it go right foot up, left foot slide, left foot up, right foot slide. Basically, I'm saying either way you about to slide. This. Is Radio One Breakfast with Greg James. One. Maybe it's the way she walked. Straight into my heart and stole it. Through the doors and past the guards. Just like she already owned it. I said, can you give it back?
This is Radio One Breakfast. One with Greg James. That is better off without you on The Breakfast Show and it is creeping up towards quarter past eight on... Where are we? Oh yeah, Wednesday morning. Ashling B, welcome back to the show. Way! 
Nat's Greg. I don't know. Nat. I don't know if you were listening uh, a little bit earlier, but there was a guy who texted in saying, "This is what my life has come down to now in the pandemic. <laughs> I'm actually genuinely looking forward to hearing Ashling back on the show to talk about a show that I've never even watched before." <laughs> Did I think this would be where my career would go, Greg? I mean, I dreamed, sure. But I never possibly could have imagined it would actually come through. I mean, listen, Britain said absolutely nothing. And we said, of course we'll do a Twitter watch along inside the factory. Mm. <laughs> and then make everyone listen to it. Absolutely. What a rush, Greg. What a I rush mean, it was. We were trending. Well, sorry, you oh, were trending. Listen, we finally. changed the um, the hashtag we changed to inside the factor B, which was It was slightly confusing for what? anyone who didn't know what we were talking about, but we did not mind. <laughs> but, for, but for the 14 people... You were passionate about it. <laughs> the great thing, though, was that the continuity yeah. announcer at the at the very start oh of the show God. really set the tone. Celebrity party games with I'll get this in an hour. Welcome any Greg James listeners to Inside the Factory now on BBC Two and here for cereal bars. It's crunch time. Crunch time. Crunch time. Crunch time. Do you know what I love about that, Greg? Mm. Is that you spend all your days just thanklessly doing shout-outs for people. And then <laughs> yesterday, finally, the shout-outer got his shout-out. And I was so happy for you. <laughs> I kind of felt like standing up at my couch and just saluting the television door. That one's for you, Greg. Well, it felt it felt very special. So let's let's start with the, the very beginning of the show. And within minutes, Greg could not resist his first pun. And, By the and, way, does everyone know they were at the Eat Natural factory making cereal bars? Yeah, well, by the end of the show, we're like, that's an hour-long advert for that company. I know, because they did Baileys at the factory last <laughs> week, and I feel like Baileys got had a half a nod and a bit of a sip, and this was like, eat natural, eat natural, <laughs> eat the balls, eat the balls. And but, also, everyone has time now, because we're all working from home, to like sit down and have a bowl of cereal. So, um, yeah, but anyway, go on, Greg, go on, go on. No, 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 it was the, but you guessed the first pun and you knew it was going to be a nut-based one. You know what, Greg? I absolutely love a dried fruit and nut combo. In that case, Jerry, you are going to go nuts for the bars they make in this factory. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should have one of those, like, you know, those kind of... <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> like in, like, stuff where they do it every time. So it's like, okay, let's go. Another Punky Greg. Did was you, my, my, oh, yeah, go on. Did you, did you watch the show in a different way yesterday? No, I watched it with the same amount of passion as I normally do, um, which is a high level, Greg. I, um, I love knowing things. Like, it's really nice. What's nice is if you watch the news briefings, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. But there's something so soothing about knowing we're going to start with some nuts but we will end up with a cereal bar. The, <laughs> the journey is how we get from A to Z, but we know we're going to get to Z, and that's quite calming. You know, at the end, we're going to have a product, what and that's were, very nice. What were some of your favourite bits from the from the episode last night? Uh, one of my favourite bits was uh, the burgeoning relationship between Leanne and the cereal bar factory and Greg, because that started out very much as like a, like dealing with a Labrador in a food factory. <laughs> and Leanne was like, who left this Labrador into the food factory? And he's like, hey, well, can I touch this? Can I punch that? Can I go over there? Please, let me out, let me out. Let me go for a run, I want to say. Hug me. And um, <laughs> Leanne was like, oh my God, this guy. And she had the energy of someone who I also want to put in charge of Britain. 
Like, if Leanne was in charge of Britain right now, the whole of COVID would be fixed in the same amount of time it takes a macadamia nut to get from South Africa to England, which we now know is 22 days on a boat. <laughs> um, so I also learned quite a lot. But Leanne, at the very start, she was like, no, you're not doing... Like, I think, do we have a clip there of him asking for, like, a, a bigger shovel for the Oh, my God, yes. I've got the... We've got the shovel. Here, here we go. Yeah. Like a third of a kilo each shovel. You got a bigger shovel, love. You're just slow. <laughs> the, the just exasperation from them going, no, you're slow, Greg. You just got to move faster with the shovel. You there don't get a, a bigger one. The great moment where he 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 set the relationship up like this. You can pour wet things over a crispy thing and it stays crispy. Yep, it does. Mate, you're, you're like a cookery magician. We are, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't having any of it, was she? <laughs> we we are. Yeah, if that. What you want to call me? All, all, all right then, Greg. Now, can we move on to the next bit? Please, whatever you do, Greg, do not punch any of the food. I'd say like that's number one if you work in a food factory. Don't punch it. And that didn't stop old Greg though. Macadamias will make up six percent of our finished bar, along with macadamia powder from the same suppliers. Whoa! I'm just like a kid in an edible sandpit. There you go. That was the punch of the nut dust. <laughs> if anyone was wondering what that was, it was literally Greg punching a pile of nut dust that would then have to be eaten at some point. And, and then also he opens up a bag of cranberries at one stage. Like, mm, dried cranberries. Like, dried cranberries are the sourest, least appetising thing you'll ever taste in your life. And the joy with which he opened that bag of sourdough dried berries Imagine living your life like that, no matter what you get, like kind of a Forrest Gump-like attitude <laughs> to life. I loved it. Right, um, let's, let's play party next door in Rihanna, and then we've got some more gold from inside the factory last night, including where the we relationship... Only play... Do you think Rihanna was watching last night when she saw a trending, Greg? Almost certainly. Almost <laughs> certainly. We'll, um, we'll chart the downfall in the relationship between Greg and Leanne next. You 
told me I'm a lucky mommy. You love him, but you never ever trust him. You never ever trust me. There's two sides to the start. And that girl got a good PR. I knew we never make it far. Because I like my black and mama tar. Tell me you love me, cause I know they won't They wanna fade in for the photo shoot Put them aside, baby, I notice you My like, baby, they hyping you My family like it, yeah, they liking you My mama WhatsApp and she Skype you She wanna know what it You say either way, The morning after the night before of Inside the Factory. <laughs> the big watch along last night with Ashling B. And um, I've just had a look at the texts on 811 Ashling and and people are saying that there's one guy here who says, I love Ashling. The, the enthusiasm she has talking about the factory oh is the same enthusiasm Greg has inside the factory. So you could maybe you could be outside the factory, he could be inside the factory. Stay outside when I should be inside the factory. This is so. Uh, what's that thing with Neo where he falls backwards? What's that movie? The Matrix. Yes, Greg, <laughs> The Matrix. <laughs> I literally could think of all of the <laughs> incidents in it. And there's two pills, and he takes one, and he has a bad trip. And what's that one? Matrix. That's yes, the Matrix. Yes, yes. Now, the thing about last uh, night, the, the nut factory yeah. or the cereal bar factory, I thought he was very very restrained, actually, Greg, because he could have really gone for it because they, there was talk of sweaty nuts, wasn't there? There was talk yeah. of sort of bouncing nuts as well. Mm. Uh, all those, those sort of smooth nuts were mentioned, and he was sort of bursting, wasn't he, to go, hey, sweaty nuts! It was like waving a, a tennis ball dress as a mouse in front of a cat. And the cat's like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give in. It's too obvious. It's not a mouse. It's, it's a trick. And so yeah, sweaty nuts. Uh, there was massaging the cereal bars. Mm. Don't pack them, Greg. Mm. Just massage them. Yeah. And actually, I thought he was very respectful in his massages. I was like, yeah, okay. He could get a job at a spa. Well, he was you know? until uh, Leanne, his guide, almost oh, yeah. lost his, his temper. <laughs> uh, his, guide, his guide dog. Almost I love lost. you describing it like, <laughs> like she, she's like, Greg, I will see you through the factory. I am your guide. Are you even real, Leanne? <laughs> well, there was a <laughs> maybe, moment maybe not. where things got a little fractious. Oh, this is an easy job. Easy job. Oh, whoa, whoa. There we go, look. No, 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 no. That can't go on. No, 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 no. That can't go on. No, no. Did, did she say that can't go on or I can't go on? <laughs> <laughs> that can't go on. The show, this whole thing, it cannot go on. It can't go We're on. We're trying to make food at the factory here. It was very... Somebody sent me on Twitter, like, kind of screen grabs of the two of them together, and it did feel like normal people, like the two uh, lead characters <laughs> and normal people, and they're kind of back and on again, off again journey. Of like, do they like each other? Do they not? Do they like each other? Do they respect each other? But then towards the end, I love that she sort of warmed towards him mm. and he was allowed to carry the bucket of chocolate over to the massage bar. And that sort of felt like his medal at the end of his journey. There was a really magical moment where he got a big bucket and all he had to do was melt some chocolate buttons and put it into the bucket and he was very <laughs> he was very happy with that. That's the job I'd like to do. So I need you to go and get me some chocolate. No way. Yeah. 
fuck me a chocolate. I'll chocolate. I might be a while. No, you won't, because I'm coming with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ne- <laughs> nearly <laughs> let off the lead. Nearly. <laughs> she doesn't even trust that a grown man in a food factory would go over to a chocolate bucket and not stick his face in it. That's what she... No, you won't, because I'm coming with you. There is not a chance I am letting you, Greg Wallace... The man who punched the nut pile earlier on go anywhere near an open bucket of melted chocolate. That is not happening on my watch. Good woman, Leanne. I take my, my hairnet off to you. The other thing, hairnet. There was... So, Greg Wallet, if there's any sign of hope in the current times which feel kind of hopelessness, uh, full of hopelessness, it is Greg Wallace wearing a hairnet. Mm-hmm. That is... He should be the poster boy for hope and dreaming. <laughs> But then we cut back to South Africa and Cherry, who was in a factory and had long flowing golden rocks, was not wearing a hairnet. And I thought that was very scandalous. I thought that was a big scandal of the whole piece, to be honest. Yeah, I wonder what the, what, what's the reason? Has he got lice? I don't, what, what's the reason? I don't, yeah, but I'll be checking my macadamia nuts for Cherry Healy's uh, hair <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> uh, what did you learn last night, Greg? I learned that nut, that peanuts uh, form under the ground, which I did not know. Absolutely blew my mind, mate. Absolutely blew my tiny mind. Yeah. Also, cashew nuts, not a nut. No, and they've all got sort of like a smooth, sort of fruity um, covering on them, and then you have to get them from out of the... I find that the whole thing fascinating, really. They're the original fake news. They were the fake news back in sort of caveman times. What, cashew we were nuts? like, what? <laughs> yeah, cashew nuts. Not even a nut, lad. <laughs> it was, because at one stage they brought around a tray of hazelnuts, cashew nuts and peanuts to all the people of Britain. And she was like, are any of these not a nut? And people were like, oh, what? Oh, no. Tell me I've been lied to. Jerry, I've been lied to. And it was. they had to pick out what. And it was only hazelnuts or nuts. It was a wonderful experience. And Ashling, thank you so much for being part of the Watch Along last night and, uh, and bringing Listen, such joy. Can I do a big shout out to everyone? Loads of people got in touch about the factories they work in. Yeah, go on. Toilet roll factories, heaters, making heating, making Capri Sun. People, and, and first of all, big shout out to Leanne and all of the people at the Natural Factory, uh, wherever in England that is. But also, big shout out to everyone working in factories. I hope you're safe looking after yourself that your bosses are paying you properly and looking after you properly too and thanks for keeping Britain going uh, during this troubling time um, that's my big shout out oh also shout out to everyone who knows me obviously quick shout out to everyone who knows you that's I mean that, yeah. I guess that's the sweet thing the, the jo- joking aside we love this show mm. but it was nice to share it with everyone last night like sharing in the lunacy of this show and being like <laughs> oh my what do you mean peanuts to grow, grow under the ground what are you talking about so it's, it's nice to do those sorts of things so um, if you want to do another watch along we don't want to do it next week we, we can wait a little bit but they're, they're nice things to be part of aren't they yeah also I want you to get some of the clips of Greg of like Leanne going no 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 and to like put it over like dance tracks and stuff like that I think that's what we what we need okay. it's like, do you remember there was that big buttery biscuit bass song with Greg James before or with Greg Wallace before do you remember that <laughs> of course I do I was um, it won't surprise you to know that I was uh, instrumental in getting that into the official charts <laughs> <laughs> Greg I mean I'm speaking to a super fan here what am I even doing <laughs> Were you named after Greg Wallace? I I can't confirm nor deny. <laughs> no, 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 no,
Ashton, thank you so much for being on. We're going to leave it now with Greg Wallace laughing at chocolate. I got to taste the honey. Do, do I get to taste the chocolate? No, but maybe later on a bar. Sorry. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Nice one. Ashling, thank you so much, and we'll speak to you very soon. Oh, thank you, guys. Speak to you in a bit. Thank you, and hopefully we'll see you in real life soon. It's 8.30 on The Breakfast Show. And let's get some news with Kat. The UK's coronavirus deaths overtake Italy's. The UK has overtaken Italy to record the highest number of COVID-19 deaths in Europe. The number now stands at nearly 30,000. But comparing death numbers with other countries isn't straightforward. Robert Cuff, the BBC Statsman, says lots of factors need to be considered. So the population in the UK is about 10% bigger than in Italy. London, much more densely populated than the cities in Italy, like Naples, Rome or Milan. They're only about a third the size. Uh, the first two might make you think London would do worse. Uh, you might think Italy would do worse because they've got an old population or because they've done more testing. Newsbeat. The scientist whose work led to the government bringing in lockdown has resigned after breaking lockdown rules. Professor Neil Ferguson's girlfriend came to his house several times. He says it was an error of judgment. Joey Jones advises politicians on public relations. All of us who depend on people like uh, Neil Ferguson are entitled to be tearing our hair out that he was obviously breaking those rules uh, in a way that he now regrets and that has cost him his job. Ministers are being told to think about climate change when they start trying to rebuild the country. The government's climate advisers want the financial help available to go to greener companies and people to be encouraged to walk or cycle to work. Plans by Virgin Atlantic to cut 3,000 jobs in the UK have been described as devastating by the pilots' union Balper. British Airways and Ryanair have already announced job cuts as well. Kate works as Virgin cabin crew and is on furlough. Really, really sad day for us all. I knew that things were going to get bad because the company, a couple of weeks before my last flight, had asked us to take um, unpaid leave if we were able to. President Trump says he will break up the task force dealing with the U.S. response to the pandemic by the end of May. That's even though the U.S. still has a huge number of new cases. He says he wants to focus on the economy, though. You have people that are not going to stand for this, and I understand them very well. We are going to put out little embers and little fires and maybe some big fires, but we still have to go back to work. His estimated youth unemployment could rise by 600,000 this year. Research group The Resolution Foundation says 18 to 24-year-olds need a package of support to stop their prospects being scarred for years by the pandemic. The government says it has started a targeted employment campaign. Plans to hold sports behind closed doors when lockdown is loosened are being looked at, according to the government. Crystal Palace chairman Steve Parrish says concrete decisions about football are needed soon. If we don't plan and try and get past these problems, then unless there's a miracle treatment or there's a vaccine, then we really are looking at a long, long period of of not playing. And NASA has confirmed it's in early talks with Tom Cruise about making an action film in actual space. The US agency wants to make it on the International Space Station. This is Newsbeat of 8.33. Coming up. All right, Hoss and Midnight on the way. Starships. Ten minute takeover at nine. You can get your favourite songs onto the show. And now let's have the 1975. I see it all night. All the time. I'm trying not 
Breakfast with Greg James. Let's go to the beach, each, let's go get a wave. They say what they gonna say. Have a drink, clink, found a bud light. Bad bitch like me, it's hard to come by. The Patron, um, let's go get it down. The sound, um, yes, I'm in the zone. Is it two, three, leave a good tip. I'ma blow all of my money and don't give a can be free strange things do happen here it's the time to leave if we met at midnight the willow tree are
Heights on The Breakfast Show, quarter to nine. And this is Greg James, played you Hosh and the 1979 and Jalja with Midnight, the hanging tree before that. And yesterday, Grimmy in the afternoons announced something big. Radio One's Big Weekend. UK 2021. It's back, the big weekend. Sort of. Now, clearly, we're not doing the big weekend we were planning in Dundee. But we're going to do our best to bring you a virtual festival in a couple of weekends' time. The 22nd, 23rd and 24th of May. So whatever you're doing that weekend, get the Radio 1. And you can experience a load of stuff from our big weekends of years gone by. But most excitingly, some brand new festival performances from these people. Smith Rita Ora Anne-Marie's involved and so are Biffy and Young T and Bugsy as well great lineup. and there'll be some more we'll announce the full lineup on Tuesday and you can enjoy it all on the radio, on the BBC Sounds app. There's going to be loads of kind of virtual stages. So there'll be a place where you can watch loads of great old festival performances. And then enjoy the brand new ones from Sam Smith, Rita Ora, Anne-Marie, Biffy Clyro, Young T and Bugsy. And I was asked to do a... A quote for the press release which went out yesterday. And um, I always put in a stupid bit when they ask me for a quote, just so that it, just to try and make the person who's asked me laugh, basically. Always trying to, trying too hard to make people laugh. And um, they usually take the bit out. Well, yesterday they didn't take the bit out. And at the end of my quote, where I was like, oh my God, really excited. We're trying, favourite event of the year, blah, blah, blah. I uh, have some of the biggest artists across the bank holiday doing performance, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, I put as a joke, and if it all goes wrong, we can just blame the pandemic and say that at least we tried. They put it in the press release. That is, that's on the BBC News app and everything. I mean, it's true, but don't tell everyone that that's true. So join us for the big weekend on the 22nd, 23rd and 24th of May. It's big weekend 2020. We've never tried it before. It's got some great plans, but of course, it could all go wrong. And that's sort of a great thing. Whatever happens, happens. Speaking of things going wrong, we're going to catch up with Anne-Marie, Young T and Bugsy on video call a bit later. And we've spent the last few weeks playing out clips of video interviews and stuff going wrong. Well, today we might get our very own. So that'll be just after 10 o'clock this morning. Ten minutes until the ten-minute takeover. And let's have Heim now. New one from them is called The Steps.
in a mess I can't understand Why you don't understand me And the steps on the breakfast show. Yesterday we had a really fun round of everyone's rubbish. It's an opportunity to feel better about yourself because we hear when someone else has really messed up. And it's a reminder that it's not just you that has that day where you wake up and go, oh, I'm so rubbish today. Why is everyone so brilliant? It's not true. Everyone's capable of being rubbish. Here are two examples. Amy. Okay, so several months ago, it was the funeral of my wonderful great uncle back in Nottingham, and my sister and I arrived together at the crematorium, but we saw a sign that said funeral in progress. So we panicked, thinking, oh my God, we've missed the start. We didn't think we were late, but whatever. So we went bounding in through the big double doors at the back. Everyone turned around <laughs> and we saw a photo of the deceased on the easel, you know, surrounded by flowers. And it was an old man, but it was not our great uncle. It wasn't your old man. Oh, no. no. <laughs> We'd walked into the wrong flipping funeral. Oh, so, but, God! <laughs> but the worst bit, the worst bit, Greg, was the timing. Because just as we went in, the curtains were sort of closing around the coffin and Frank Sinatra had just reached his crescendo of, oh. I did my work. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I just take the opportunity to just say sorry on behalf of my, me and my sister just to that family? Because if you're listening to this, you'll know it was <laughs> So that was Amy from yesterday. And how about Katie's one? Okay, so I used to work in a supermarket when I was about 16. Mm-hmm. And it was a busy Saturday. And my job was to rack away the fresh delivery. Okay, so I right. Had this big thing of cream, which wasn't stacked very well. So when I was pulling it along, I crashed it into a pillar, and it made <laughs> it made all the cream smash on the floor. So I'm just stood in front of this sea of cream. So the genius that I am, for I know, I'll go and get some cat litter from the shop floor. What? Why? Do- Okay, sorry, I need to, I'm just trying to catch up on this story. So you've got, uh, you've got a sea of cream, a cream sea, yep. as it were, yep. Um, yep. on the floor. The, the whole trolley's gone everywhere? Yeah, literally the whole cage. And you're That's... thinking, I'm not going to get paper towels or a mop or anything. You're going to go for nope. what? Cat litter? Yeah, because I okay. thought it would soak it up and I could just sweep <laughs> it up. Okay, go on, continue. What happened next? So I got these two massive bags of cat litter... Launched them over the cream. Yeah, two bags will do it, probably. Yeah, Yeah, two bags. (laughs) And (laughs) it gets worse. It froze to the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. So how did did you get it it all up? What happened? Well, my manager came in and he was... He was outraged and he, like, Dad shouted me and was like, get out of my sight! So I didn't actually help clean it up. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, he told you to get out of his sight, so you were right to leave. Yeah, so I did. I think I went on my break. (laughs) It's going to take some beating, those stories. Thank you to Katie and Amy for yesterday. 
if you've got one, of course you can send it in. You can email at any time. Greg.james at bbc.co.uk's email address. Coming up at 9.20 on Radio 1 Breakfast with Greg James. Find out what's behind today's door on the Shadvent calendar. I came here with a broken heart that no one else could see. I drew a smile on my face to paper over me. But wounds here when tears dry and cracks they don't show. So don't be so hard on yourself now. Simplicity, I feel like I've been missing me Was not who I'm supposed to be I felt this darkness over me We all get there eventually I never knew where I belong But I was right and you were wrong Been telling myself I Don't be so hard on yourself, no Learn to forgive, learn to let go Everyone trips, everyone falls So don't be so hard Top of the world, right where I wanna be. So how can this dark cloud keep raining over me? But hearts break and hell's a place that everyone knows. So don't be so hard on yourself, no. yourself this is the 10 minute takeover and let's do this i want some songs picked by you please 
81199 is the Radio 1 text number. I need your name and your favourite song ever, and I could play it on the show next. Let's go! The 10-minute takeover. There we go. That's the countdown clock. What's it to be? 81199. I need your name, your favourite song ever, and I could play it for you next. And tell everyone across the land what it is that you like. be a song that sums up a moment a song that you just want to listen to to cheer yourself up time almost up the 10 minute takeover alright let me refresh the screen one more time and it is going to be Ryan in Edinburgh's choice Dead Mouse, Ghosts and Stuff please we should have that that is a classic, a Radio 1 classic. Dead Mouse Ghosts and Stuff will be the first choice this morning. We'll have two more to follow. It's getting loaded up. It is ready to go. Dead Mouse and Rob Swire. Enjoy this. The 10 minute takeover. BBC Radio 1. Line of mine 
a 10-minute takeover. All I can ever be to you is the darkness that we know and this regret I got accustomed to. Once it was the ride when we were at our high, waiting for you in the hotel at night. I knew I had him at my match, but every moment we get snatched, I don't know why I got so attached. It's my responsibility. You don't own nothing to me But to walk away I have no capacity He walks away The sun goes down He takes the day But I'm grown And in your way In this blue shade My tears dry on their own I don't understand Why do I stress the man When there's so many real things at hand We could have never had it all, we had to hit a wall, so this is inevitable withdrawal. Even if I stop wanting you, that perspective pushes true, I'll be some next man's other woman, so I can't play myself again, should just be my own best friend, I put myself in the head with stupid man, he walks away, the sun goes No day, cause as we kiss goodbye, the sun sets. So we are history, the shadow covers me, the sky above the blaze, lonely lovers see. He walks away, the sun goes. Try on their own the second choice. We have one more. Paul and Claire in God All Men. Vaccines. Same way. 
take that. One minute 38. Come on, do the bit. Get off again. The vaccines and Norgard, the final choice on this morning's 10-minute takeover. Thanks, Paul and Claire. Thank you to Zoe and Chester, who wanted tears dry on their own. Amy Winehouse and Ryan in Edinburgh. Deb Mouse, ghosts and stuff. And that is the end of the 10-minute takeover today. Tomorrow at 9 o'clock, it will be the Great British Sing-Along. So we'll have to think about what track to play tomorrow. What can we do? Maybe mix it up a little bit. Maybe LMFAO, something. Really mess with six music. Coming up at 9.50. On Radio 1 Breakfast with Greg James. Hey, it's Declan McKenna. Hear my new song, The Key to Life on Earth, Greg's Tune of the Week. This is not a second chance, no, no, baby. This is not a new romance, not tonight. This is for the next In the middle of the crowd, I forget a little 
James, hello. Live till 11 o'clock this morning. We're going to get Anne-Marie and a young team Bugsy on the show just after 10 o'clock to talk about our big weekend plans for 2020. It's not going to be going ahead as it was going to in Dundee, but we're going to do it online, on the internet, on the web. So we'll chat to Anne-Marie and young team Bugsy about all that after 10. Another brilliant soundtrack for you between 10.30 and 11. Another listener's got a great idea and what we can theme the songs towards. So we'll, <laughs> we'll tell you about that in just a bit. First, though, Annie, good morning. Good morning, Greg. How are you? I'm good. Um, where are you? Oh, Cheltenham. In Cheltenham. Cheltenham. Nice. Yeah. Sunny, um, sunny Cheltenham today. What do you do and are you doing it at the moment? <laughs> I am a project manager. Mm. I'm half doing it at the moment, but I'm also volunteering, delivering food to the hospital and vulnerable at the moment. Oh, that is a that's a very good thing to do. You're a good person. Um, is <laughs> that, is that, busy. Yeah, I was going to say, is that keeping you quite busy? It does actually. We've probably delivered over a thousand meals to people at the moment. 
Oh, that's really great. It's people like you that are keeping everything going at the moment and <laughs> keeping people like my nan fed, which is really nice. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Um, all right, Annie. Oh, I heard that you had some good news recently. I was about to do a Lorraine Kelly and do the announcement before you did the announcement. But what was your announcement? Uh, well, me and my partner, Matt, we're engaged. We got engaged. Hey, and what was, was this recently? Yes, it was a couple of weeks ago and it was a complete surprise. Was there was there a, a plan A and, and and you had to do plan B? There was a plan A. It was to go down to Cornwall uh, where he was going to ask me on a beach at Sunset. Um, but instead, plan B was he woke me up at five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> fully dressed with a backpack on, said, right, we're going up to the hill near us and said, we're going to go watch the sunrise. Oh, nice. That's good. A nice early morning hike before the crowds got out there. Really good. Oh, congratulations. What's your fiancé called? Matt. Matt. Matt and Annie. Well, I hope you get a date sorted out as soon as possible. All right. Thank you. What we're going to do today is a special, as as an engagement present from me to you, you're going to open, you're going to open today's Sadvent calendar. We've been doing this every day through lockdown. It's day 44 today. So, Annie, please, can you open in your own way, as grand as you like, today's Sadvent calendar? Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Let's see what door 44 has in store. Open sesame. Wow. The Shadvent Calendar. Door 44. And today, it's one of my favourite moments from radio ever. Elaine Page, uncontrollably laughing. And in case you were wondering, that number was performed by Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Why is that funny? It's just the way I said it. Who celebrates? <laughs> Who celebrates his birthday today? <laughs> Sorry. Happy birthday, Dick! (laughs) No, listen. Speaking of birthdays... It's a good one. Annie, thank you very much for bringing some joy today with the Sad Bank Calendar. Thank you. Thank you for letting me. It was absolutely amazing. Radio 1 Breakfast And happy birthday, Dick Actually, I don't don't think it's Dick's birthday, Annie I don't know if it is, but anyway If it is, never mind Never mind But you walk by like you never heard You could bring down my level of concern Just need you to tell me we're alright Tell me we're okay
you a level of concern But you walk by like you never heard You could bring down my level of concern Just need you to tell me we're alright Tell me we're okay I need you Tim in Bristol's been on and says, Greg, Elaine Page lost it again this weekend. <gasps> Ooh, thanks for the tip-off. It's, it's, uh, it was 2.49, if you're listening back on the BBC Sounds app. It was all over a place that's been starred out on here, because it's obviously a swear word. It's like something little, something little field. Hmm. I, I could guess, but that would probably be probably dangerous. I'm going to try and... Uh, Extend the contract soon as well, so best not to. Annie! Hi, Greg! You were just on a moment ago, and as soon as we hung up, you panicked because you forgot to do something. Um, you, you have another opportunity. Because it's a pandemic, we thought, let's give you another go. So would you like some sort Thank of fanfare? You. I would, please. I would love your help and all of the listeners' help. Okay, here we go. Neve, my best friend for all of time, my person, please will you be my maid of honour? Probably should have got her on the phone, didn't we, to... Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we won't know until well, after. I didn't, I didn't think that through, sort of, we're left hanging now, aren't we? Oh, well, if worse comes worse, you can always do it. Oh, thanks very much. Um, so... <laughs> Can we? All right, maybe I'll play. Maybe I should play Sam Smith, and then we maybe get her on the phone. Can we get her on the phone to say yes or no? Oh, let's give it a go. All right, I'll try that. It's a cold night in my bed in the heat of the summer. I've been waiting patiently for a beautiful lover. He's not a cheater, a believer. He's a warm, warm-blooded achiever. It's a lonely night in my bed in the heat of the summer. Oh. It's so high when you're with someone, your heart breaks and it ain't no fun. But I
emotional playing that one Annie isn't it oh got me right in the feels <laughs> Sam Smith and Demi Lovato with I'm ready so moments ago what did you ask I asked my best friend to be my maid of honour but I don't know she hasn't answered and the best friend was Neve Neve yeah best friend's Neve Neve you gonna do it <laughs> yes of course I'm gonna do it she's gonna do it of course she's gonna do it yay <laughs> Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. This is the weirdest morning Thank ever. Um, Neve, were, were you listening? Yeah, I was listening. And he told me she was going to be on, so I turned it on. Oh, uh, OK. But so when she said we'd be a maid of honour, did you shout yes at the radio? Uh, I was just in a bit of shock, really, because I asked her for a shout-out, but I wasn't really expecting <laughs> that. <laughs> Great shout-out. Also, this, is, this is, it means, I don't know how organised you are, but you've got ages to plan this thing, so don't mess it up. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on. I'll do my best. <laughs> That's nice. All right. Well, Annie, thank you very much for being on again. And uh, we made it happen. So just for the record, it is a yes, Neve. Of course it's a yes. Great. Okay. <laughs> nice one. Have a wonderful Thanks, day. Brad. Thank you both. Thank you. All right. Cheers. 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 Bye. Also, Tim's been back on. The word that Elaine Page was laughing at was Willie. So I'm definitely going to get have a look at that on the, on the BBC Sounds app. Uh, not look, obviously. Listen. A top government advisor has broken lockdown rules. One of the scientists who advised the government on lockdown rules has apologised for breaking them himself. Professor Neil Ferguson's girlfriend went to visit him twice. Security Minister James Brockenshire says he was right to resign. The work of the government's scientific advisory group continues, but you know I'm obviously sad to see this development, but ultimately Professor Ferguson, I think, has very firmly taken the right course of action. The UK has now recorded more coronavirus deaths than Italy. They've passed more than 30,000, the highest number in Europe, but it is early to make comparisons and things like the size and age of population should also be considered. Here's Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab. There are different ways of counting deaths, as we know we've had that debate in this country. We now publish data that includes all deaths in all settings, and not all countries do that, so I'm not sure that the international comparison works unless you reliably know that all countries are measuring in the same way. It's estimated youth unemployment could rise by 600,000 this year. Research group The Resolution Foundation says 18 to 24 year olds could have their prospects scarred for years by the pandemic. If you've lost your job in the crisis, drop us a text. We're on 81199. Newsbeat. President Trump says he will break up the task force dealing with America's response to the pandemic by the end.
end of May. That's even though the US still has a huge number of cases. He says he wants to focus on the economy. You have people that are not going to stand for this, and I understand them very well. We are going to put out little embers and little fires and maybe some big fires, but we still have to go back to work. Germany is expected to announce later that top flight football can restart again as early as May the 15th. Training is also expected to start again in Spain this week. Joris Evers from their league says they are taking measures to keep everyone safe. We can restart the league and restart training in a controlled and a safe manner as possible, thinking first and foremost about the health of everybody involved, so that playing football actually will be safer than going to the supermarket. Lord Alan Sugar's been told to take down a tweet promoting a teeth whitening kit because it wasn't clear it was an advert. He owns half of the business behind the kit. It's run by one of the winners of The Apprentice. From today, the National Assembly for Wales will be known as the Welsh Parliament or Senedd. Politicians there are now called members of the Senedd instead of Assembly members. Coronation Street's producer says they thought really hard about whether to bring coronavirus into their storylines. The pandemic is going to be scripted in when filming starts back up again, but Ian McLeod says it won't dominate the show. And a rugby club in mid Wales has become home to a load of sheep during the lockdown. Brecon chairman Paul Amflett, who is also a shepherd, moved them onto the pitch to keep it in shape while their groundsman is self-isolating. Our groundsman is 73 years of age, so we decided instead of paying somebody else, and you know, which is a costly business running sort of tractors and mowers all through the summer, so we decided to put a, a, a number of them down there to keep the grass down for us. This is Newsbeat at 9.33. Get it on your smart speaker. On the radio. And you can even rewind live shows on the BBC Sounds app. Rewind live shows on the Rewind Live Rewind Live Show. I think we get it. Okay. This is BBC Radio 1. I've been looking for somebody. Trying to kick it with somebody. I need a root boy to tell me something sweet, same time Got his hands up on my body I wanna get hot when he's taking low, low Let me feel strong when I'm taking control I've been looking for my shawty So come and get it if you got it Oh my girls, around the world I know you know what I mean I get a little sexy when I'm lonely One thing on my mind, I know what I need Oh my girls, around the world Hands up and sing it with me Cause every time I got you know For a man who could take that heat Want a boyfriend, but not too sweet My baby got a beat up while he running that street If you ride or die, I've been looking so long for a guy to turn me on I want a boyfriend, yeah, yeah I want a boyfriend, yeah I've been looking like this I ain't looking for forever I had so much stress from my ex to the next one You better love me better I need a bad boy that don't bring me drama He ain't tryna run when they get the nana Boy, you ready for the pleasure And don't you know it's now or never I got you know it's on me 
Had to egg some cheese beside my circle like a pizza. Yeah. I'm way too exclusive. I don't shop on Insta boutiques. All them little clothes only fit fake booties. Bad, bad, real talking. Be like water. I'm a brother and relaxing. I would never trip on if I had him. That's my trash. You the maid, so you bagged him. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Hacking, stupid. What was happening? But your edge up all I'm showing I keep my private so it's AP all I'm showing Beefing with you really getting kind of boring If it ain't about the money then you know I'm gonna ignore it I need a mop to clean the floor it's too much drill I keep a knot I keep a watch I keep a will Let's play a game Simon says I'm still there
Megan the Stallion on the breakfast show. That is Savage, and this is Greg James, isn't it? Nine forty. Let's have some new music, shall we? From Ways and Odyssey and Tommy Theo. It's a track you might well recognise. They always come out with the bangers. You can always rely on Ways and Odyssey. This might just do the trick today for sun shining where you are. It's called Always. Michael and Mary J. Blige and Ways and Odyssey about a go on it and Tommy Theo the track is called Always sounding good because you know the ingredients are great so you have to do it it's quite a hard job to mess that up and they haven't done that just want to point that out it's 9.42 on no it's like I lied it's 9.43 on the breakfast show and this is Greg James and do you know what we're going to do tomorrow do you know what I want to do tomorrow because I woke up this morning and went We haven't had this for ages and I miss it. Yeah, it's coming back, but it needs you. Come and give us your unpopular opinion. Something up till now that you've been scared to say. I feel like we've, I don't think we've even done this post lockdown. 
So what, what have we been playing at? I'm sorry. My head's gone. But it's back in the game now. And we want you to be part of Unpopular Opinion tomorrow on the show. Last time we did it, we actually had Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick, which was recorded pre-corona. And Oscar was on. I think The Greatest Showman is a rubbish film. <gasps> and then Chris said this to them. I don't understand the hype behind Billie Eilish. Oh, oh Chris. Oh, Chris. 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 here on Chris. this day. That ain't hype. And to say that. In fact, there have been quite a few on uh, really controversial and popular opinions over the last few months. Daniel was chatting to Paul Rudd and said this. How I Met Your Mother is better than Friends. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's funnier. The characters are better. There's a better development of the characters. Mm. And it's got Barney Stinson. Paul, thoughts? I have a, a bit of a biased perspective on this one, I think. And I'm really not so familiar with the episodes. I actually even haven't even seen every Friends episode. Interesting. Fern shared this one with Stormzy. I like dipping my chips in chocolate chocolate milkshake. I like my crisp in chocolate oh, milkshake. He's saying chips. Chips. Yeah. Oh. oh. Sorry, Fern. We we we're um we're old men who can't hear properly. Exactly. Um. So she puts chips in chocolate milkshake. Fern, you do whatever you like, my love. If you want to dip those chips in your shake, you you shake those chips. Yeah. Fern. And then, okay. when, and then when you grow up, you might be making healthier decisions. But for now, <laughs> for now, you dip your chips in the shake, my love, okay? Okay. Oh, she's amazing with Fern. And then, finally, Elodie said this to me. Of all people, the world's biggest cheese fan. I hate cheese. My whole family are French. They all think I'm crazy. Yeah, I am with your family. I agree. I want you to be on Unpopular Opinion tomorrow. And look, don't be shy. We can do pandemic ones. It's okay. 81199. Things that maybe have got on your uh, chest. Then text them in and I can get you on unpopular opinion tomorrow on this show. And we'll do it at 8.15. But we want good ones. And if you've always, always listened to it and you've gone, I've got one, then send it in. 81199. London. London. Stockholm. Stockholm. Cologne. Cologne. Berlin. Friday night from 7. BBC. Radio 1. It's gonna be a heavy night. Way too many drinks ain't even started. Never need to apologize. We already know we're far from perfect. I fall to the curb.
Okay, we're going to be fine tomorrow. Tomorrow's Unpopular Opinion is going to be great. We've had some incredible ones sent in. So it's been away for a while. You've stored them up. You're ready. And we're going to give it some tomorrow. Steve from Skelmansdale has got a little side point. He says, Greg, if cheese is that good, why don't you eat it on its own? You always have to eat it with something. No, you don't. No, I don't. Not at all. I could, I could easily eat a block, just like a sandwich. Okay, a little insight into my sad life. And Tim from Bristol was the guy who said, oh, you know you played the Elaine Page thing where she lost it at the name Dick Van Dyke and just started laughing because she'd said the word Dick. Well, Tim in Bristol said Elaine Page lost it again this weekend. It was on Radio 2 at 10 to 3 and you can find it on the BBC Sounds app. I've done just that and it does not disappoint. I'm going to play you the Kansas City from Smokey Joe's Cafe. It's a rhythm and blues song written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller in 1952 and it was first recorded by Little Willie Littlefield. <laughs> I love it, don't you? Little Willie Littlefield. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> <laughs> News. The gift that keeps on giving is Elaine Page. We love you, Elaine. Tune of the week this week from Declan McKenna. Gold, let it unfold. Imagine him dressed in gold. Roaring crowds in Manchester.
Declan McKenna and the key to life on earth and that is my tune of the week this week on The Breakfast Show I sold my soul to the devil for a designer they said go to hell but I told them I don't want it if you know me well then you know that I ain't going cause I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't
24 karat golden and city of angels on the breakfast show let's have Jax Jones and Ella Henderson and then we'll go into the final hour of the extended breakfast show Can I really? 